Hello, welcome to Stepcast, the worst ASMR podcast that you just can't help but keep coming back to. I'm your host today, my name's Chris, and I'd like to introduce you to my two co-hosts today, which will be Bevan. Hello. And Johnny. Hello. That was a very serene hello from you. Well, I heard ASMR and I thought we could just help that along a little bit. Talk a bit I mean, quieter. I, Just get a bit closer. I considered going for the ASMR voice, but I can't do it. I know what I just said. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. What you're not is? supposed to. I mean, you are supposed to whisper, I guess, but yeah, not on a podcast. Comforting sounds. It's a it strangely is. sort of backwards practice of getting really close and breathy up in the microphone and talking in a low, quiet voice that you mean like I do all the time. Peaks and troughs. <laughs> Definitely don't do what Game Grumps do when they do their ASMR videos. What, and not Scream. do an ASMR video? <laughs> well, no, it's like, they're like... Just <laughs> fuck about Ross. with your ear holes. No, yeah, kind of. They're, they're kind of like, Ross, Ross, just listen to the comforting sounds. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like... <laughs> That's exactly hey, what they do. It's like, hey, Ross, are you relaxed yet? Yeah. <laughs> It's like right, all right, there. all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a hard stop on that. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, right, I apologize. A hard cease. <laughs> okay, hard cease acknowledged. Okay, so let's get right into it after fucking around for two minutes already. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the video games we've been playing or whatever we've been doing the last week or so. Let's. Classic. Uh, Johnny, I'm gonna start with you. Oh boy, me number one. Well. Undertale update. Go. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been playing loads of Overwatch this week. Um, That's not Undertale. I know it's not. I'm still struggling. <laughs> it's I'm, close. I'm actually contemplating starting my playthrough again. What? No, but listen. I am so, like, at the end. So far, I know you can go back and do stuff, but I don't have enough money to buy a decent amount of food to get through the fight. You don't need any food. You do, because I'm good. not good. <laughs> get good, though. At least you're acknowledging it. Yeah, I just literally, I'm not good enough at that game. I want to be good enough, but I've lost all motivation because at the moment where I'm at... Anyway, so I'm considering restarting it. I may give it another go, um, but we will see. I will finish it, and then I will do... I don't know if I'm hardcore enough to do a uh, pacifist or uh, the other one. Pacifist is easy enough. Genocide, Genocide. I don't think you're... you're, uh... I'm not there. mean enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think you could manage a genocide. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, that's thank you. That's a very nice way of putting it. Um, that's the title if you can't of this be as episode. Episode. <laughs> Woof. Oof. Woof. Big oof. Um, but no, as I afore mentioned previously, mm-hmm. that's the right way of saying it. Sorry. <clears throat> I uh, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, and it's more it's more been quick play than anything else but i have been doing some competitive what is wrong with me learn to talk words with mouth please. maybe if you weren't drunk i'm not drunk i've had two or three sips of jack daniels and coke not sponsored drink responsibly drunk. everybody yes do drink responsibly it's uh the night we're recording don't this drink. no one has to do anything tomorrow so we're making the most of it um don't drink yeah. but yes uh <clears throat> been playing mostly uh uh Overwatch, Overwatch and doing uh, quick play. I'm really coming to terms with the fact that I am and will forever be an Orissa main, but I have been branching out with Anna. So you're only now Liz. coming to terms with being an Orissa main? Yeah, 52 hours. Haven't you in. been an Orissa main for like How a year? How does it now? 52 hours? Yep. 
gone up and Reinhardt is now over a day. He's at 25. I'm very much a tank support player. I do not like... I'm not good enough to play uh, damage heroes. I'm very much a protect and do the the objective task as opposed to get all the kills. Fair that's enough. fair enough. I just think that's the way I like to play. And because the game allows you to play like that, then I'm all for it sort of thing. Yeah, there are other people that will pick up the yeah. slack and the damage. I'm more than happy to play the damage dealing. Classes. Maybe, maybe once yeah. in a while, I'll like just to get a little bit of variety to change it out and just uh, go as someone like soldier, someone easy like soldier, or you know McCree if I'm feeling a bit special. <laughs> um, feeling a bit spicy. Yeah, feeling a bit, feeling a bit. Got to have that twitchy aimbot thing going. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just just those two. D- dabbled in a bit more Wargroove, but um, I'm struggling to get the motivation to play that for a long time. I kind of do it in little snippets. Like I'll do one level because I'm still making my way through the training levels because they're quite extensive. Um, yeah, I still haven't gone back to that since we initially discussed it. Yeah, it's a shame because I know it's getting rave reviews, but obviously that's from the type of people that like that genre of gameplay absolutely whereas i'm fairly new to it i can't really be super invested in it from the get-go i need to have a lot of practice time and get my get my hours in and um and then i'll feel you know more confident to start playing it a bit more regularly yeah unfortunately that's a bit of a big ask for someone who's not familiar with the with the um the genre yeah so for for me I've, i've kind of dropped it to the wayside because I'm not prepared to put in the time to get past the massive tutorial. Yeah, that's fair. And I've got other stuff to be playing. Uh, anyway, uh, anything else from you on the uh, recently uh, done front? Gaming front, no. Uh, <clears throat> if we're going to add a little thing of like, what have we been doing sort of thing, I've just been playing sure. uh, I've just finished season three of Angel, which I'm pushing my way through. Uh, which has been okay. You've seen all of that before, though, haven't you? <clears throat> no, not Angel. I've watched uh, Buffy through plenty of times, but I got you Angel. I got. <laughs> hey, hey, now. Um, I got Angel, uh, the Angel box set on DVD for Christmas, so I'm pushing my way oh, through cool. that. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a very different show, and uh, I think if I'd watched it when I was younger, sort of when I watched Buffy for the first time, I don't think I'd have liked it as much. Because both show, I won't go into it too deeply, but essentially both shows are very different. And that Buffy is all about growing up, and then Angel is about being an adult and making those adult decisions and choices. Two different demographics, yeah, yeah absolutely. Same franchise, different demographics. Gets more money in that. It's, it's actually quite nice to see because you see a lot of spin-off shows, for example, like Arrow and Flash, that do pretty much the same thing, even though they're spin-offs. But Buffy and Angel, yes, it's the same thing in terms of it's in the same universe, but the core. Um, lessons and uh you know things you take away from the episode are more you know growing up versus adult which i really appreciate yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like uh trying to think of other shows that do something similar but nothing's coming to mind immediately it's funny i've completely blanked on every other kind of spin-off show uh maybe would you class cheers and frasier as a spin-off because mm. Fraser Crane is the character from Cheers, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But that's old television. Kind of isn't it? I don't know enough about that franchise. No, to no, of course. Say, really. <clears throat> yeah, we'll be getting back on that subject later. <laughs> but yeah, so that's True. that's that's what my media consumption has been for the week. Okay, 
Um, I'll hop in next then. Sure. Um, so I'll try and keep this brief because it's Dark Souls. <laughs> now, even I what? can't sit. Even I can't sit through the amount of Dark Souls I've been talking about on the podcast. So I'm just gonna <laughs> keep this brief. Uh, I'm still playing Dark Souls two. Uh, I tried streaming Dark Souls three last weekend. It was a disaster. Uh, oh dear. Oh wait, sense. no, I did hear about this. Sorry, I wasn't available because uh, I, I, I was played at work. forty minutes after going um, going back from a break without uh, unmuting my microphone. Ah, and no one no one told me until George did. Oh dear. Ble- bless his cotton socks, but how embarrassing. So you were playing without talking, but I mean, you were talking, but no one heard you. Yeah. Yeah, oh, buddy. It happens to the best of us. I'm the, I'm the yep. bad streamer, man. I'd argue well, that's your first proper stream, though. To be honest, you got to make mistakes to uh, mm. you got to make mistakes to actually learn from them. So it's not the first time I made the mistake. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, it is the first uh, time I've streamed in a good long while. Yeah, there you go. And last Standard time I properly streamed was when I played through or in the blind forest. Yeah, I was oh, going to say. Or that, someone yeah. who might be in this podcast right now, who tuned in to twenty minutes of the nine hours I streamed. <laughs> I mean, you Entirely kind of answered the reason benefit. there in the nine hours comment. One hundred percent for his benefit. Oh, buddy, I I am sorry. I will make it up to at you. At times, I believed appropriate for his free time. I will make it up to you by streaming Dark Souls with you next. Ah, uh, you heard it here first. Heard it here, folks. Shit, verbal contract. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Has this to happen be, now. This will be placed on the internet. For prosperity, it will be saved forever. Dark yes. Souls co-op. You heard it here first. Big folks. fun. Big fun. Big happening. <clears throat> More details soon, I guess. More details soon. <laughs> T- TM registered copyright. <laughs> um, but yeah, just Ooh. Dark Souls for me. I am looking to. Uh, that there, um, there's a Dark Souls Two community event going on in the next couple of weeks, which is getting people back into Dark Souls Two. So I'll probably be. Looking at that more, I might even stream it. Uh, I'm a bit more familiar with Dark Souls 2 at this point, so I should at least not be bad at the game. Ish. I mean, you've been playing enough <laughs> of it. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, um, I see that the um, one of the um, Pixelmon Minecraft mods... I, I care not for Minecraft, but I do care for Pokemon greatly. <laughs> um, and I, I see that one of, the, one of the Minecraft Pixelmon mods has gone through an update recently so i might give that a play but i will almost certainly not be streaming that because a minecraft streamer i am not yeah don't fall into that yeah yeah a pokemon streamer i could do that'd be interesting i'd watch that 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 would require me to be able to stream without not muting my microphone (laughs) i mean (laughs) Get yourself a little stream deck. I waited for it to come on sale and I don't need a, a stream of... deck. I've got the Streamlabs app on my phone. Well, there I you go. So you have no excuse. Well, except for the fact that it said it wasn't muted on my phone. Ah, but yes, it was. That, that is a bit of an issue. That is yeah. the excuse. <laughs> that, yeah. that was the issue. But yeah. anyway, um, aside, aside from that, I've not done much with my time that uh, is worthy of discussion here. So let's move right on to our third wheel of this podcast, Bevan. It me. It you. It, it me. Bevan. He what have, what have you been up to, pal? So I've been playing uh, a couple of games. 
uh, I haven't been playing games a lot for a while, but um, this week I decided I forced myself to play some games. So I bought House Flipper, which is exactly what you think. You go, you like buy houses, do them a up, dolphin sell them. and then you flip the it. <laughs> no, stop making dumb jokes about the games I play, Johnny. No. What? What? what podcast do you think you're on? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you guys are entitled <laughs> to do that. Anyway, I was playing that for a bit because I thought it, was, it looked quite interesting and it was on sale. It was like a tenner. So went for that. Um, I also, How many I houses also bought... did you flip? I haven't yet. I've just been upgrading What do you mean them. you haven't? Well, it's a career thing. It's the You've name of like... the game. Yeah, I know, but I haven't got to the stage where flip I flipped houses. House. It's... it's still doing a tutorial. It's insert ABBA song title here. What? What? Name of the game. Never mind. Carry on. Oh, f- <laughs> shut up, Johnny. <laughs> bad, bad joke. Bad joke. Jeez, Louise. <sighs> right. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing that. I also uh, spent a little bit of money. I probably shouldn't have bought this, but I did. It's a game called Omsi 2, which is... Um, uh, I'm somewhat embarrassed to admit this. It is a, a, a hyper-realistic bus simulator. What the fuck? Yeah, see, that's why I didn't Evan, want to admit it. A hyper- <laughs> Sorry, could you just say that one more it's a, time? It's a hyper-realistic bus simulator. So it's like, uh-huh. it's old school buses, and you, you drive them, and you can do schedules and shit. I haven't. I'm just speeding around, crashing into buildings, because that shit's fun. But um, <laughs> I love but, yeah. endangering my uh, passengers, which you can't do in real life. Oh, no, no passengers. I didn't, it's just me. It's fine. Oh. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so I played that for maybe half an hour, and then went, what the hell am I doing with my life? And switched over to a game <laughs> that is... is um, close to my heart, and that is F1 2018. Woo. Because bloody hell do I love F1, and bloody hell do I love racing games. So that's uh, that's you know great for me. Then there's a documentary um, coming out with your name all over it. There is, there is. Uh, so um, I, c- I can't remember. I think it was Wednesday, maybe. So a few days ago, basically, uh, Netflix and Formula One suddenly out of nowhere went. Oh, by the way, there's a ten episode docu series coming out on the 8th of March uh, surrounding Formula 1's 2018 season. And everyone just kind of went, what? Excuse like, me, what? Yeah, it was like, where the hell did this come from? No one no one knew about this. Why is well, this a thing? Some people must have known about it. Yeah, it wasn't made aware to, like, public didn't know. I mean, John was obviously Formula 1 must have known. But they weren't even... I might have known, but I won't elaborate on that. Thanks for the heads up, dickhead. <laughs> well, you know, uh, kind of can't do that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, um, yeah, it, it looks really good. looks really um, interesting to see. I mean, I know a lot about the behind the scenes of Formula One anyway, but certainly not seeing it in the way that Formula One want to portray it. So I'm very interested in that. From the sounds of it. The... Oh, sorry. Go on. Well, I was going to say with the new season coming up and uh, there was... F1 testing all this week that they've been broadcasting for the first time ever. So that's really nice to actually see the new cars on track, uh, even if they weren't racing each other, and then also have this come out. It's just mm. a great time to be building hype for the sport. So I appreciate that. I was going to say, from the sounds of what you tell us and all this stuff that we sort of see about it, they're really pushing it as a as a. I mean, it's always been a big staple because you've got in in sports, it's always you know like um, athletic sports and and sort of football yeah. and things like that and um you know motorsport. racing and motorsport has always been prominent but just you know in the last couple of years or so it seems really like they're really pushing 
Yeah, it's... Formula One is uh, considered by many to be the pinnacle of motorsport. Yeah. Uh, the Americans don't see it that way. They think IndyCar is, but they differ in a lot of ways. The reason F1 is becoming so big again is because uh, an American company called Liberty Media essentially bought Formula One from its longtime owner, uh, Bernie Eccleston, for a, an insane uh... amount of money. But since then, like I think that I think it finalized in twenty for the twenty sixteen sequence uh, season. So the first big change that Liberty Media made was um, smartphones were allowed to be used in the pit lane, and you could record and post things onto social media. Huh? Was that the drivers could do it, the teams could do it? Yeah, that was previously banned because that was a not thing while driving. The competition couldn't. finding out about no, it wasn't that. I I can't remember why. I think it was. I can't remember the, the political reasons behind it, but there was... Maybe like a, Bernie was a, jealous because he didn't have se- a smartphone of his own. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> well, the it same was as with petrol politics. stations. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. Can't use your phone in a petrol station. Not quite sure it was that, but <laughs> we'll go with it. Uh, it's better what than any other What if you set fire to the gas It doesn't the work like that because the fuel going into the car is so well protected in a little case. that so It's it's such a strange right thing to me, though, that sort of old people seem to have this fear of technology like and i say this because bernie eccleston i'm i'm guessing he's in his at least in his 60s oh he's like he must be in his 80s yeah, or something there now. you go but then this new company that bought it and took over and are now pumping all this kind of 21st century uh promotion into it what, and things phones? like that well yeah but but just it's just so weird to the me hype how, around it. how old people have this stigma of I think he was trying to keep it very traditional. Like he was like, this works. We're still turning a profit. And then Liberty Media went, no, hell no. We can make more profit. We just need to build hype. And it was, it was an easy way, an easy and essentially free way for them to get advertising for the sport was allowing teams to be able to record their cars, pulling out of the pits and have them going down the pit lane and then posting it on, uh, on social media and people stumbling across it it being recommended in their feeds or people retweeting it or whatever and them going that looks pretty cool i like the sound of those cars i like the look of that one going through oh look there's a pink one i want to join in with that you know it's that it was that kind of theory behind it and yeah in the past few years this is i like i think i've only been watching like religiously since 2015 um but it's in those few years the the popularity of the sport has grown immensely thanks to liberty media so I mean, I've always but heard also, about it from you because it's been in your like you you've been watching it for years because of your dad's influence, you know. So yeah, I've always I, heard I about it. It's just in the recent few years. Yeah, it was in my second year at uni that I started watching it properly. Oh, okay. Or started started following the sport a bit more, and then I think in my it was either in my last year or my uh, my graduation year uh, that I was watching it religiously, and since then I haven't stopped. I follow the sport closer than I ever have now. Um, with yeah. the preseason testing and everything, but it's what really what I really like about it. As I know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about uh, brands on Twitter being really sarcastic and mm. sort of, you know, joking with themselves, their fans, each other, and because all these teams are competitors, like a lot of them are really competitive uh, on the track. But on Twitter, it's like they're all friends and they all make jokes about each other's cars and the teams and stuff. And it's just so funny to see these 
uh, like the big teams of uh, like the big team that's that's won the championship five years in a row now is also interacting with the smaller teams who are trying to dethrone them and stuff <laughs> like that it's just interesting to see the banter between that and they just build hype for it yeah but this this netflix series i think is because everyone has netflix yeah anyone who's anyone who's anyone has netflix if that comes up on the recommended feed and people go oh f1 yeah i completely forgot that the sport exists that's going to be huge especially if they watch the docuseries and go right damn i need to watch this oh and look the first race of the season is starting granted it's on at 10 past five in the morning in the uk um <laughs> i will know, be getting up early <laughs> oh i am 100 percent getting up to watch that first race yeah i always do i never miss a race except monaco because it falls on comic-con every single year and it's my favorite race Oh dang, dude! Oh wait, what I yeah, give up I, for you I guys? Because I always rage about it. Every weekend we go to Comic Con, I'm like, "Damn it, I can't watch the Monaco Grand Prix," and it's my favorite one. That's a P. You're welcome. Sorry, friend, but I appreciate your uh, wanting to hang with us instead. <laughs> yes, that's it. Just yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, very excited for that. Obviously, awesome. And when does that start again? Uh, the series. Yes. 8th of March. Neat. I need to. I am now doubting myself. I need to double check. I was that, under the I'm impression sure it was never a, doubt yourself. A one-off. Like Always a, be confident in your wrongness. One-off, two-hour thing, but I could be wrong. No, no, it's a ten-part series. Yeah. From what I've read, it's a ten-part series. But I am now doubting myself again. So <laughs> double check. Yeah. Uh, it's called Formula One: Drive to Survive. It's a high-octane ten-part series, according to Formula One. So yeah. I, I still don't know if that's a weekly thing or if it's all coming out at once. Okay. But yeah, very excited. Cool. Neat. So that's what it sounds like when I talk about Dark Souls. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, and I was kind of thinking the same thing, so yeah. <laughs> Speaking of enthusiast topics, uh, so we've been circulating between ourselves a little bit of news about Elite <clears throat> Dangerous, that game which fell off our radars once. faster than warping through hyperspace <laughs> my yeah good ooh, ooh, my favorite last one. time delete that delete that yeah. <laughs> nope uh, yeah. so yeah um bevan as our resident super elite dangerous nerd person do you want to sure take the lead i inherited that from elliot when he introduced me to the game oh so. yeah well he's um, not here <laughs> no true uh so but basically uh i i an Elite Dangerous pilot decided it would be really fun to try and see how far he could get away from Sol, which is like um, the Milky Way in Elite Dangerous. It's got all, all our planets. Um, they wanted to try and beat the record. Foolishly, they ran out of fuel, <laughs> so they can't actually jump anywhere. They have enough fuel to move around in the void, but they can't jump to another system. And as you get further and further out, there are fewer and fewer systems. They are really far few and far between and the void sounds so, like the kind of place that doesn't have any pit stops or petrol stations yeah <laughs> uh, uh, he's not near enough any uh systems with a sun so he can't fuel scoop either big um oof it, big oof indeed uh <laughs> so apparently uh it was it, so he'd been traveling for 42 days before he realized that he'd run out of fuel and didn't have enough to make any more jumps um, sorry as in 42 yeah. oh wait in game it's the same holy shit yeah. yeah he's been so he's been traveling for 42 days doing this i don't know if that just means he's unemployed and has just been focusing on that 
or if it's 42 days accumulated over a few months. But apparently he's uh, he's been there since November last year. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh, that must be... Uh, he's got other accounts, though. Bring but our they, boy Obviously, home. they can't get far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring our boy home. Oh, God, it's like the Mars rover thing. Except but, people are actually no. going to rescue him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's... <laughs> I heard you choking your drink. I died a little bit inside, <laughs> poor thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's yeah, gloss so. over. Let's gloss over. Um, the sad. Oh, jeez. No, what is the name of it? Opportunity. Oppie. Let's gloss oh, over. Don't give it a nickname. No, that's Poor... its name. They call it Oppie. No. Poor anyway, Oppie Chan. <laughs> the fuel rats, who are a very popular group uh, yeah. around Elite Dangerous, they obviously they carry lots of fuel and they go rescue people when they run out of fuel. It's an online service that, like, you log onto the website. I think it's through uh, IRC actually. You log into their IRC. It's not even on Discord, and they um, you have to give your name, your location, and oh wow, quite strict. a few of them will. And then there's the, like dispatches and stuff, so people will say, "All right, you you're closest to this, so you go over here. You go to those guys and stuff." It's really really well thought out. Huh. But a few of them are going over to rescue them. But apparently, because it's so far out, they have to get massive ships over to there, and they've got loads of smaller ships with them. I think. Yeah, it must be with them to feed this massive ship on the way. So they've got the smaller ships going back and forth between this freighter. And then when this freighter gets to this person, uh, they're going to have to offload as much fuel as they can to get them to jump, which is what the fuel rats do. It's it's enough fuel to jump to the next system. And then that big freighter has to then jump its way back, but has to have enough fuel left over for that. So it gets really complicated. Um, So 60... I've got the figures here. 42nd day... 65,788 light years from Sol. That's a lot of light years. Yep. Is Sol slap bang in the middle of the, the galaxy when you start? Sol is, yeah, no, it's not where you start, but it's like, that's where Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Venus, etc. Uh, our solar system, yeah. It it's, is the Milky it's a Way, point, yes. It's a point of reference within the galaxy. Right. Yes. For obvious reasons, because that's where we are. But distances yeah. in that are... Like yeah, yeah. Like everything says, it's a x amount of distance from Sol. Yeah. So that's that's it's like it is our central point of reference, as Chris said. So yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's a brave bunch of of people. But then you get in the news, so you know, win win. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's been a remarkably newsworthy story. Um, I do I, think it's cool that games like that exist. To be fair. Yeah, I I do worry that the guys. Once he's been rescued, he's just going to continue further out into the void and just need rescuing again in like a week. Oh no, he's but... going to go refuel and then carry on. Mm-hmm. What is really fascinating though is the fact that the fuel rodent who's actually been assigned to it is streaming his journey over. That's cool. Constantly. Uh, as, like, as soon as he's online doing that, that's, he's streaming it. And, interestingly enough, the rescue, uh, they say, is estimated to happen tomorrow, which is my birthday. Woo. Oh well, bring our boys home t- on Bevan's birthday tomorrow at a time of recording. So Saturday, <laughs> February twenty third. Um, uh, just date the episode, why don't you? What? Well, it's the twenty second today. Uh, then give, just put a solid date on it. Specific times and locations, please. Do. What do you mean? This episode? You're breaking kayfabe. These come out on Sundays. Yeah, I know these come out on Sundays. That's what I'm saying. So Look, the we, rescue would have already happened. They come out on Sundays. What? No, we don't. <laughs> Everyone knows they're recorded. You're breaking the rules. <laughs> Those aren't in the rules. 
Anyway, the rescue... I make the rules. As you're listening to this, the rescue has probably already happened. But you can go to the Fuel Rats uh, Twitch. Um, I imagine someone would have clipped it. Yeah, there'll be a Highway Warrior. The Twitch channel is Highway Warrior. Um, And you can go on there and actually watch the rescue, assuming it's happened. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome that there's games out there that that enable that sort of stuff to happen. That much involvement with the community, with each other. And the fact that that you can get lost in space, you know, and just float there. That level of freedom in a game is almost unheard of. It's Mm. it's crazy. Couldn't do that in Fallout. You get too far, (laughs) they just kill you. Yeah, irradiated (laughs) to death. You you do much of anything in Fallout and they kill you these days. (laughs) They ban you. For playing for ninety nine hundred hours or whatever it is. Oof. I mean, I'm shocked that they've been nine hundred hours, but since that game came out. But wow, your concept of time fascinates me, Chris. Look, I'm not. I'm not good with time. <laughs> I'm not good. Full stop. I was. Wow. I was talking with a colleague about um something about work the other day, and something I thought happened three weeks ago happened on on Thursday. Wow. How do you how do you do that? I don't know. Did you know that what day it Time was? Time is you got convoluted in Chrisland. Unless you're playing Dark Souls. <laughs> in which case you know exactly what's going Ta- on. Time is convoluted in Lordran. Where where and when you are. No, I don't. <laughs> I start playing Dark Souls and then suddenly it's uh three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Shame. Oh, when did I when did I have that experience last? Must have been when Fallout Four came out. Yeah, Dang. that was fun. God, dude. I think the last time I committed myself Played to again. a game like yeah. that was when I took it off for when uh, Battle for Azeroth came out, the WoW expansion. <laughs> Which, Whoops. by the way, I'm making my official statement here and now. Oh boy. As of this week just gone, I have not only unsubbed from World of Warcraft, I have uninstalled it. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a oof. That's 14 a lot of years hard down space. the drain. <laughs> I mean, not nah, down the drain. Frozen, man. No. Yeah. You can't say that. There is I want to say there's a cap like a cap off point where if you don't return to your account within a certain amount of days, they will delete your account. That's bullshit. Yeah, oh, that good is bullshit. To hear. That is the biggest bullshit. Yeah, mm. my yeah, brother's yeah. had his account frozen cer- for years, and it's still yeah. there. It certainly would not affect you any time soon. No, True. of course. I mean, I know I've just done it as just something to remember. But okay, yeah. then fine, fine. What you may be thinking about is um, not that they would delete your ca- your characters, but um, the names. The yeah, the, ah. your names will become available for others. Dang, I have an OG name from the 2005 days that I've carried over in every uh, sort of fantasy. Bollocks, you're right. I might lose Grey. Dang, dude. That is a common name. Like, uh, that's a normal name that could be just gone into the ether. How the hell did you get Grey? Yeah, how the how did Uh, you? Because (laughs) this was shortly after that system came into place. Ah. And the person who held the name Ah, Grey had not logged into World of Warcraft since 2007. 2007. Uh, so I so I took it. I also yeah, have the name Lyra. Wow, wow you cool. you lucked out big time. 
I mean, I sent through tickets to their customer support team and said, hey, I want this name. Can you give it to me? And they were like, yeah, sure. Sure, but it's first come, first serve. You better try real fast, considering you're after a color. <laughs> or lack thereof. Try fast, boy. <laughs> and I tried fast. You did. That's good. Yeah. It's funny how those kind no, of that's... names follow. It's it's a shame to hear. I've personally not uninstalled the game. Your account's no. frozen though. Yeah. yeah, I've I've stopped. I stopped my sub yeah. back when we back when we first spoke about this on the first episode of the podcast. Mm. God, that's a I haven't even uninstalled ago. it, Johnny. Yeah, it's it's a shame. I mean, I'm I'm holding some some desperate hope that it'll get no, not not bad. I Again. just think that the way I want to play it, it's either not viable anymore or I have to commit a lot of time to it where I'd rather be playing something else or doing something else. Like maybe yeah, back no. when I was self-unemployed <laughs> and working part-time. <laughs> self-unemployed. I could, yeah, that's what I'm calling it. Um, <sighs> I could commit the time because I had so much free time. Whereas now... I'm a proper, a normal person with semi-normal working shifts, hours, and I have to choose my time more wisely. Mm-hmm. And especially as I'm not enjoying it. Like beforehand, I would just sort of push through any sort of slogs to the next patch or try an alt or, um, you know, try a new spec, for example, or something like that. But now I just, I can't be bothered. I've grinded and fought this bullshit before sort of thing i've sort of i think i've hit my peak in that respect sure so well yeah hope hopefully i'll be able to uh, show you some level of satisfaction in fighting enemies in dark souls yes but if not i hear final fantasy 14's calling mm. oh boy if anything it's i'll a... go back to star wars <laughs> but not for the like raiding scene and all that just because you know star wars i mean yeah that, i mean that last might last you a few weeks while you do the story but yeah as i said i think i said i mentioned it either on in chat or one night uh online mm-hmm. um i'm going back to star wars the old republic because i feel it's the last little bit of lucas arts type star wars gaming that we have because it has that connection to the knights of the old republic games which was like peak star wars game era back in the day yeah so that's it's got that kind of weirdly nostalgic connection for me i get you yeah i I can't i can't stand the combat in it yeah that's fair but otherwise i get you yeah um (laughs) yeah uh what was i gonna say um final fantasy 14 is probably a bit a bit too weeb for me and that's saying a lot for me Mm. yeah yeah, um, actually i mean what the only well no go on sorry go on i was just gonna say the only final fantasy that i've ever had interest in is seven which i know is coming out on the switch soon which i'll be excited to play but that's another discussion carry on chris uh i was gonna say the same thing i have very little interest in final fantasy as a whole Mm -hmm. um but i do hear good things about 14 and there is a near automata um expansion raid thing happening this autumn and I'm kind of interested. <laughs> okay. But uh, at the same time, I'm not I'm not prepared to dedicate myself to another MMO. For the same reasons you mentioned earlier. There's <laughs> a lot, lot of games out there. And I yeah. don't necessarily want to commit. You have months. to basically commit 
uh, like 80% of your gaming time to one game. I mean, look at Gordon. Prime example of what MMO commitment is. What, avoiding doing your work when you've got a week off? Well, no, but like every time I see him <laughs> online in the evenings, he's always he's he's like 90% of the yeah. time he's either not playing anything or he's playing WoW. World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't see him play anything else nowadays unless we specifically invite him. I that mean, was the reason I stopped playing WoW in the first place with you guys. Right. was because I had so many games I wanted to play. Yeah. And I did want to join you guys, but I just... I couldn't justify paying all that money when I knew I wasn't going to pay it, play it that much because I was going to play other things. No, that's completely fair, and it's ne- that I've... that has realization has now come to me. Yeah. I felt that benefit in the opposite way. If I could, if I could, um, you know, pass pass the time playing World of Warcraft, that was fifteen pounds a month. I was paying for a game which was catering for my free time, which I then wasn't spending. Forty pounds or more on several new games during that month. Right, I just in, have lots of old games. <laughs> in in that in that manner of speaking, if the game was able to keep my attention for that month, I saved money by not by not playing other games. I must. I admit, see what you're saying. World of Warcraft just very quickly stopped being able to do that. My resurgence <laughs> in playing other games has mostly come from uh, either the Switch and its huge library. Oh, this is something I want to talk about, but I won't. I won't talk about it just yet because i didn't put it on the the list sorry um you can talk about it it's yeah, fine you can talk about uh, it i know what you're gonna say as well yeah yeah yeah. so you can help back me up because i just saw the more or less just saw the headline and want to discuss it but um but it's either the switch or remakes or remasters so for example dark souls remastered which we'll be playing together chris yeah uh, resident evil remake uh ports of other games to the switch um it's it's just a whole kind of not necessarily nostalgia um session but it's more uh, games that i missed first time round that are now having re-releases that they're being reintroduced yeah and i have sort of no excuse now to not play them because they're available on consoles or platforms that i currently have and enjoy playing on so sure yeah I mean, I um, for one am looking forward to Wind Waker HD HD. I I I I don't think they will bring it to the Switch. I hope they do. They would have Twi-Pri. to essentially re- recreate the game again to take out to take out the um, the Wii U tablet thing they introduced and push it back to how it was on the GameCube. Yeah, which, which I don't know I how that would go. I don't know how willing they are to do that. No, I don't think. I think I hope they are. <laughs> I think ironically as that ship has sailed uh for ah, remaking I get it. that game and i also I get it you slide dog i also think that having re-releasing a gamecube title like that would then push the demand for gamecube remakes or whatnot on the switch and i don't think that's something that nintendo are interested in at the moment I hope it's a future yeah, plan, but I don't foresee it in their strategy because, bringing it back around, I heard the rumour of Xbox Live Game Pass coming to the Switch. I thought that had been confirmed. Yeah, the sources was... were very reliable from what I heard. Right, okay, so it's not officially been confirmed. No, but dude... That's a fucking smart idea. It's, a, it's uh, yeah, it's certainly interesting. It has a lot of potential, that's for sure. 
I mean, crossplay being not uh, viable is completely blown out the window with something like that. Yeah, you ju- the the concept of having Xbox Live on a different console in the first place is the fucking the smartest way to do it because you you have that platform that you use that others interact with instead of trying to find out cross compatibility between the games that are made differently because of their platforms they're hosted on hang on are you talking about xbox live being on nintendo yeah so it could, obviously it'll be part of that because right oh wait okay i was i was thinking you were talking about um game pass am i am i assuming right that it means the specifically xbox game pass being on the switch or yes. a game pass system for the switch you mean well which is it's i mean nintendo it's still rumors, online it's unconfirmed yeah. but well, people yeah. are saying that it's uh xbox games well it's the xbox game pass system which has stuff like forza horizon 4 on it yeah that could come to switch obviously not being able to provide forza horizon 4 because graphic demands but but there are older games but yeah that's what i mean i it makes sense because they have the xbox live uh service or app or whatever you're going to call it coming yep. to the switch that is the platform it will be hosted on yeah exactly but yeah. isn't odst on xbox game pass oh i hope so oh dude i'm the sure end, one of we, the older halo we, games are. the end can days of when bungie owned halo were the fucking best can we play halo on the switch please? oh my I god really yes. really Chief hope so smash if we can go- <laughs> If we can go back to being able to play ODST on a console like that, oh my word! Play it. I would, that, I, I would play that religiously. I would play nothing else. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh I would still be playing Dark Souls, but I would play a lot of that as well. <laughs> be of there course. in a minute, guys. Just gonna yeah. mash some dude's head in with my shields. But um, it would be, it would be amazing. Yeah, and then there's, <laughs> unfortunately, I think that'll encourage people to get even greedier or even more greedy um with what they want brought to the platform but i mean it makes complete sense for it's you a know, win for everyone in that situation nintendo sell more consoles and microsoft sell more xbox game pass subscriptions yeah it's it's, it's yeah. you know and get more users on their active users on their live system yeah i think it's great i hope and the then it's are not true. like but it's not like those two are competing either for for you know gamers yeah. money and i think that's what that's another reason i'm really into this is because it doesn't feel so much like nintendo no one's versus treading on anyone's yeah no one's sony. treading on anyone's toes and that yeah microsoft versus sony i think is where like you you would never see game pass coming to playstation 4 no. pro or whatever but <laughs> but with microsoft and nintendo with that that partnership or whatever you want to call it no one's treading on anyone else's toes no but it doesn't it doesn't mean that the that nintendo ip is coming to xbox but it, it could mean the other the opposite direction just not yeah. for not for like yeah, new you games could, you might finally be able to play banjo kazooie on your switch what when he comes to smash bros no i feel like, I feel like they were made for i feel like it was made for that you literally thing. don't sorry if Elliot was here, he'd be going off on one about it as well. But you literally do not have to. You just put the controls that it is that 
that they for the move set and everything that are in the banjo kazooie games you just put that into smash and i will fucking kill all of you <laughs> all right oh it's oh, it's a big dream that i'm like suppressing because i know it won't happen but if banjo and kazooie make it into smash oh you're all in trouble no, the only thing you'll be collecting is the big L you receive from when I kick your ass. Ooh. <laughs> the, well, the with L. piranha plant. Mate. Not even my main, though. Kazooie eats piranha pl- Probably doesn't, but would <laughs> eat pir- piranha plants. Once. Maybe one day we'll see. Anyway, uh, trash talking aside, yes. <laughs> this, this would bring us on to our next subject, which is both bittersweet, but also... Uh, Quite nice. Uh, and that is the news that... Bowser's uh, taking over Nintendo. Oh, shit. The prophecy in, has become true. <laughs> in, a, in a way, yes. Um, <laughs> beloved internet man and um, president of Nintendo of America, Re- Reggie Filzame, is uh, stepping down after 15 years in the, um, in the role. I lift and my caps is, to uh, you, sir. A great many people are lifting caps to the man. It's... He, he he stepped out in in good health and good standing. Yeah, I was about to say There's it's no... it shouldn't be the case, but it's nice to see someone retiring because they're retiring. It's not I'm dying, I'm leaving the company, yeah. or I have died and this is the legacy I've left. It's like no, I'm retiring, I'm moving on. Thank you for it's, everything, guys. Well, it's like he's he's uh he had a task, he completed it. And now he's like, okay, I'm ready to hand this over to someone else. I'm gonna, you know, retire with the the millions of dollars that I've made <laughs> running this company yeah. and the uh, the stocks that I I currently have <laughs> and will hold on to. I'm sure they will. Yeah, he's probably got a lot of stock options. I can imagine the Nintendo retirement plan is a very nice, pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with those stock options. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's a shame to see him go because I mean he's. He's always been a, a, quite the personality. Yeah. He's been the face of Western Nintendo. Mm. Yeah. He's almost he's almost one of the characters himself, you know. That's true. I really hope they uh, put him in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I might just make a me brawler that's Reggie on, uh, yes. on Smash. Yes. I imagine there's... Uh, is there still like a me shop where you can download like... I know that I know that me shop actually closed, but like... You know what I mean? Can you still download memes from the internet that other people have made? Oh, I Sadly see. Sadly not. I don't think you can. I think Bam. that was a Wii exclusive, wasn't it? Was like it? A Wii, a Wii only feature. I don't think it came to the Wii U. If it did, I'm very much mistaken. But... Uh, there was, no, there was I remember a that being on, on Wii U. Wii U. Yeah. I mean, that, that's where Smash 4 was. Makes sense. Um, yeah, it, it's sad to see him go, but um, from what I've seen of uh, his successor... The very appropriately named Doug Bowser. <laughs> um, it looks it looks like he's you know, he's a guy who can who can uh, laugh laugh up the role a bit. So hopefully we'll see good things from him as well. He's got some very big shoes to fill. Yeah. Did, did you see on the uh, shelf in the cat on the cabinet behind him? Uh, yes. The so, Mario and Luigi tied up with the GameCube controller. I thought that was fucking excellent. So that's that's actually an image from when Doug started at Nintendo. Oh, she was okay. Pre- he was previously the VP of sales, I believe. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, he's been um, with he, the company for a long time. He's like he started there at 2015. He's graduated to that position, which is brilliant. Yeah, I, I believe he um, he's been praised with a lot of um, the success for the uh, the Switch. 
from a sales and financial perspective, mm. of course, not yeah. the I actual mean, development of the console. No offence to the man, but Reggie's proved that you don't have to be a natural born presenter to have that role. How dare you? I mean, no, I mean, Reg- I just... Reggie, Reggie comes from a heck of a marketing background. Yeah, fair, fair. I just mean he's he's he's. How can I put this? Well, actually, no. I'm going to leave it where I said it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, yeah. I'm not meaning any offense to the bloke, but yeah, it's not like but yeah. Re- Reggie's yeah. All, always had a kind of fun personality. He's always interacted well with with fans of of, um, of Nintendo, and has always been a bit of an outspoken Zelda fan himself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shame to see him move on, but pleased to see that he's doing it in good standing. You know, the um, Nintendo's doing great right now. Yeah, uh, you know, he's not he's no not been forced out of the role. He's <laughs> retired. He's retired because he wants to spend more time with his friends and family, and he wants to you know, finally prepare for that Smash tournament. Yeah, he uh, he 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 was very much a. Um... <sighs> He he very much pushed a lot of the the community aspects, bringing yeah. it back. Well, it's a family war. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a company that's marketed at, at family gameplay, friendly family gameplay, and that's what he was trying mm. to do with his his interaction with the community. I think he succeeded very well at doing just that. Best of luck to him for the future. Absolutely. Well, I hope he has a pleasant retirement. Yeah. I'm. I'm sure that won't be the last we ever hear from him. No, I'm oh, sure no. I've resurfaced. I feel like he, yeah, you know, he's the kind of guy who'll he'll he'll pop up at a an E3 or um or a Smash tournament or something just to meme it up for a bit. I'd I would love to see him actually show up at a, at a Smash tournament and have a proper match with Hungrybox as he uh, as he challenged back when Smash Four was out. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would very much like to see that, but I'll hold out hope, <laughs> and hopefully, uh, Doug will be able to live up his ne- to his name. I'm sure there'll be a year of the ba- a year of Bowser, like they had the year of Luigi or something. Good. <laughs> bring on the Doug, bring on the Doug Bowser fan art. Oh, that's Please already no. a thing, and I'm upset. No. <laughs> <laughs> that poor man. Nobody he, wanted he Bowser. Been, he will have been warned. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if his name actually got him any like it's props strangely, for getting the job. It's a strangely common surname. I had no idea. Well, yeah, like like Kirby is a common yeah, surname. And it's just weird that when brought into oh, yeah, that context it know three means Kirby. different. Uh, it means um you know, it, it represents that thing. You suddenly think of it. Yeah. Very strange. I'm sure there was someone recently that I was talking to who has a Bowser as a surname. Or it's someone that I discovered online or something, but I can't remember who now. The guy, the meme guy who is, um, oh, notice me, senpai. Notice me. His yeah, name is James that's... Bowser or something. Yeah, someone like that. And he He's, is now a yeah, host for Nerdist. Thinking. Really? That's cool. Yeah. He's uh, he's pretty good. I, that's not his name. It's not James. It's something else. But, uh, yeah, um, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, he hosts for Nerdist now. He's a co-host with uh, one of their shows, which is awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else was that? What was it? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon? <laughs> well, uh, just that was a hard cut to the next topic, but okay. S- sorry. <laughs> I just saw it and I was like, I-, I actually didn't know anything about this news. I must have missed it. So this is... So, um, just to catch up to speed, this is Sorry. the most baseless rumour that <laughs> oh. I will ever want to discuss on this podcast. There is pretty much nothing to this, but uh, mere speculation that uh, an announcement for the Pokemon uh, Generation 8 sw- Switch game may be on the horizon. As long as Bulbasaur's in it, I don't care. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bulbasaur will be in it in some Woo-hoo! shape or form. about Butter. <laughs> They don't, they, don't, they don't generally remove Pokemon. It's true. No, true. True. Just, yeah, um, I'd be up for a, I'd be up for a proper Is this this uh, this is the full on Pokemon game? The RPG so, for the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Not like Let's so Go, which was there, a kind of experiment, yeah. I think. But Yeah, there is meant so the, the first kind of proper mainline Pokemon game is meant to be coming out on the Switch this year. Okay. Uh, it it's been forecast being um, for development coming out this year for a while now, and especially when people were a bit upset about what was going on with Let's Go, yeah, they were they were keen to say, uh, you know, this this isn't the mainline game that's coming next year. Yeah, I remember true. it. There was quite the backlash actually about Let's Go. I can I can understand, and you know, I I played through the main story of Let's Go. I didn't complete it, but mm. I, you know, I I beat the Elite Four. Yeah. Um overall it was a fine game. I didn't like the the catching mechanics. I felt like it was very strange because I've played a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. I've pl- I've been playing Pokemon since I was 3 years old. What? Yep. I'll oh, get out. I was playing Pokemon since I was 5, and that's because that's but, when it came out. And that's cuz you're older than me. Yeah, but oh, don't say that. <laughs> that makes me feel incredibly old. <laughs> You are, you are incredibly you, old. <laughs> what, what, lads. It's, no. it's a statement of fact. Yeah. You're older <laughs> than us by three years. So, dude, I am the youngest. You big baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I have a long and joyous history with Pokemon. I have never completed a Pokemon game. Get out. This, this is a Pokecast now. <laughs> I have never completed a Pokemon game. I mean, I don't, I don't really see you as a big uh, well, I, turn-based RPG oh, guy. Yeah, no, that's no, true. But true. I, I also didn't grow up with Nintendo, so I don't have the same, uh, uh, you know, romanticized relationship, I guess, with, with Pokemon. I, you know, I've always seen true. it from afar and thought it was pretty cool, but never had that uh, drive to focus on playing just that yeah that's fair do you remember I get to a I point and go eh. i can't remember if you i'm pretty sure you were with me right now now i'm taking you back all right woolworths <laughs> oh man uh, oh, no, that in town. Yeah. yeah woolworths in town and i went to buy my ds light my white ds light very Jesus much inspired Christ. by pure ownage because i bought the white one uh-huh. Jesus and Christ. it came with Pokemon Diamond, and I'm pretty sure you bought Pearl. I'm pretty sure that. I did, yes. And we went the same day, I remember it vividly, we went into London and we both played it on the train, sat opposite each other. And I'm trying to think <laughs> what No, I can, I can tell happened. you why. Because that day, was it that day? 
Ah, uh, no, this may have been after actually. But okay. I remember we went into London. We, you may be thinking of the same day. I think you may have fast forwarded. We went okay. to Harrow, and at that, because because I ah. neither of us could drive. We didn't no. want to take a bus to Wickham, so we went to Harrow, and that there was a game there, the store, and I bought my, uh, it was probably my 3DS. No, sorry, DS Lite as well. Actually, the black one. Yeah, you bought a black one. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that. But oh I, yeah. I I don't know if that was the same day, which doesn't sound. Oh no no it was because we were both going to get them from Woolworths but they didn't have the black one. Yes, and you wanted the black one, so we went to find it elsewhere. Yeah. God. And the, oh my I think God. we went back to yours and Googled and tried to find out where we could get it because obviously we, we didn't have smartphones. There was at that point, one. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh Hang man. On, I'm just gonna find out when that came out. That was so long ago. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Just talking about that, it just completely brought that. That is one of, it's strange. It's one of my most vivid memories. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I remember it quite well. I think I got a pre-owned model. As oh well, my God, a... September 2006. Jeez. Jesus. That's over 10 years ago, lads. Uh, it's like I can feel myself ago. withering away. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. We are so old. I am disintegrating into ash. Decrepit old man. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Come back. I didn't know Christmas is in infinity. Hello. Hi. I returned. Good. We're not done. <laughs> I got better. <laughs> I got better. <laughs> Good to hear. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting back to the subject. Um, yeah. So there are rumors that an, um, an announcement will be coming shortly. And the truth of the matter is. Yes, there will be an announcement for the new Pokemon game soon. Mm. That is an in- inevitability. Um, game Freak will never miss uh, a holiday season. No. So chances are almost certain that whatever new Pokemon game is coming out for the Switch will be coming out around November time. Yeah, yeah I agree. Which means that we're probably going to see an announcement sometime between now and what May? June at the latest. And even then, it may just be a title reveal. It not might not necessarily be a trailer or gameplay or yeah, anything I mean, there was, like that. There was like four seconds of footage and a picture of the logos for Sun and Moon, and that was mm. enough to tide most people over. I kind of did go a bit at Sun and Moon's reveal, I won't lie. Eh, fair enough. Um, yeah, the, the, ru- the rumours to which I refer are merely based on Oh, the Nintendo, uh, sorry, the Pokemon Twitter account is posting a picture of each of the regions of Pokemon each day and being like, hey, here's Kanto. Hey, here's Johto. That's pretty cool. And then the thought is, oh, when they get to day eight, which would be the 27th of February, then they'll go, oh, hey, what's this new place? So this is what the rumor's based on. That's where they come out yeah, and say it's, that it's coming out on the 30th of February. It is extremely, extremely baseless based off of just a marketing campaign done by the Pokemon Twitter account. Yeah, 30th of, of February to... 2018. <laughs> it's, it's never going to happen in that context. No. I think that, that rumor is bullshit, but I still wanted to talk about the in, inevitable impending Pokemon game. No, that's fair. Um. Another rumour going about, um, the Pokemon Twitter handle is also um, posting a picture of um, each of the first 150 Pokemon. 
kind of each huh. day. So um, okay. I believe today's was uh, Wigglytuff, one of my favorites. <laughs> you don't say. Well, Jigglypuff's one of my big favorites, but Wigglytuff's up there too. Um, Do you... Sorry, no, go on. Uh, but yeah, another, another running theory is uh, apparently um, the, the day that they would get to Mew is June 13th, and I believe that falls smack bang on uh, E3. Ah. Wow, now, that this is some would conspiracy theory level of like... Right? But like, that actually has a lot theory. of, like, that's got a lot of weight to it. Mm. So you might think. <laughs> but um, I can't think of the last time that um, Game Freak announced a Pokemon game at E3. Oh, well, you know, new leadership. In fact, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. the first. I'm pretty sure the first time Nintendo announced. So the last time that Nintendo allowed, announced a game at E3 was Twilight Princess. Okay. No 15... Skyward Sword. Are you sure? Yeah, because they really pushed the motion control on it. Oh, you might be right. I'm pretty sure it was Skyward Sword. No, now that you're set. But then they pushed the motion control for. Did, so I remember did Miyamoto they for Twilight, though? I remember, I remember Miyamoto coming out with... Uh, the Sword and Shield. The Sword and Shield, which were the nunchucks. Mm. I'm just going to say oh, it again. I... New leadership. Yeah. Yeah. We I would agree with you. Have, it's, only, it's only new leadership for Nintendo of America. E3 is uh, very American, though, is it not? Yes. But Game Freak is not very American. True. Okay, In fine. In fact, they are very much Japanese. Yeah, no, I get that. I got that. I, and Game Freak have typically not really cared for conventions like you know, uh, E3 or hell, even non-Pokemon-specific Nintendo Directs. Hmm. Normally, if Game Freak have, to have something to say, they get their own Direct. Yeah, that's fair enough. I get, I get, I guess. And so I'm looking forward to hearing that. That Game Freak have something to say. Well, with uh, time, yeah, I guess so. I I think they like to have their their own way of revealing because they're very hot on leaks. I mean, po I Pokemon is hot is the hottest shit out there. Yeah, it's the most the most profitable franchise of all the time. The most. Fuck Harry Potter. Fuck Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, which is insane to me because Star Wars is kind of the original pop culture merchandise. Yeah, but uh, Pikachu franchise. though. Yeah, oh yeah. no, I know Pikachu though. Pikachu, I know. Though. I'd like to take a Pikachu. <laughs> Sorry. No. Cease yourself. <laughs> Turn on my charm and her pants come off. Hey, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's douchebag Bevan. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's yeah, no, it's that's insanely me. popular. <laughs> oh, you! Uh, but yes, uh, suffice it to say, I am looking forward to what comes next. I hope the Switch game will be uh, a success. Uh, yeah. I hope that um, the game will not hold your hand quite as much as Sun and Moon did, or have Sun an option Moon. at least. Yeah, because Sun and Moon was tutorials for the first twenty hours of the game. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and then the game was over. I think the best way they did it was it was it was kind of insultingly easy. But they had on Super Mario Odyssey they had the assist mode, which is essentially what they demoed to press. Um, 
in the early days when review copies were being sent out they just specific like actual newspaper and um what i call old media journalism so television radio newspaper that uh-huh. kind of thing as far as i'm aware i could be making this up but that those those journalists were provided with copies that had access only via assist mode whereas then you know your influencers and your social media people and all that they had the either the normal copy or the one that had the option for either you can turn assist mode on or you can just play it like a normal person is that so that if they broadcast it like if news anchors are broadcasting it and they're playing it and it looks i don't know if they're doing if they're not sucking it's less cringe and it makes the game look a bit better is that well, yeah, that and also the, the it, to make it easier for because... them to demo. It's, it's so, yeah, it's so and then they won't can... complain about it being uh, difficult yeah. or unintuitive because you know they have no excuse because there are fucking arrows on the ground telling you where to go. <laughs> That's really sneaky, and it's probably so your little brother can feel like he's doing the big good and at the, that, at the games, which is cute. That is quite nice. And I, I like to make the direct comparison between your your toddler kid brother and traditional news anchor <laughs> or when we give that a is a common lady, when we give a certain little lady uh the xbox controller when we're all playing on the switch to make her think she's playing along with us <laughs> shout out yes shout out yeah to the broad beans the broad beans can... called out <laughs> live on air <laughs> um yeah it, I, I thought that was very interesting but also very clever mm. of nintendo yeah, um, I'm looking for. I want to see kind of what what region they'll be going for next, because obviously each each region is based on a part of the world. Uh, it's always interesting to kind of speculate as to where they'll go next. England. Obviously, uh, sun sun and moon was Scotland. Around, sun and moon was Hawaii. Um, X and Y was France. Uh, obviously, personal bias, but I think all of us would love to see a kind of England, Scotland, or, uh, United. United Kingdom. I don't think Scotland specifically is necessary. Isle of Wight. It's a a small slash big enough area. You don't have to go. You don't want to have. You don't want to be able to get from London to Manchester in about 10 minutes gameplay. The Falklands. Oh, no. No, we we don't talk about Falklands. Not since uh, the incident. The incident. Which one? Yes. Anyway. um... Um, yeah, I think, I think unfortunately the UK or the England setting is a little too close to the X and Y setting. Uh, I mean, you, you, I mean, you could say that, but uh, Kanto and Johto are uh, literally yeah. right next to each other. Yeah, very true. And Hoenn's, Hoenn and Sinnoh aren't far away either. They're all just parts of Japan. Yeah, I was going to say that's four of them that are based on Japanese. In fact, areas. I would love, I would love to see. Uh, a region which was essentially just the bits in between. So essentially, the game is just okay. Now it's just Japan. It's just Pokemon Japan. <laughs> this like is also Kanto's Pokemon there. Japan. Johto's right next to it. Sinnoh's up there. Hoenn's kind of down there somewhere. And we, then we just added a few bits in between to connect them all together. And bam, you made Japan. See, the problem is, I'm I'm just trying to think off the top of my head of any other kind of um, essentially uh, biomes, but. You know, I think something like Australia would be far too samey with just desert everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you could, 
Well, there was the Ore region from uh, Pokemon Coliseum, and oh, that was that literally had its own this... region. Yeah, it was it was its own unique region. It was mostly desert. Huh. I think it was I think it was kind of loosely based on the kind of Nevada area of America. Now that's interesting. I had no idea about that. Don't quote me on that. Okay, I'm just think I'm just thinking desert badlands. Right. I should say one in Scandinavia. <laughs> Freezing I mean, yeah. cold. No fire Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavia would be interesting as well. It's a bit more of a unique um unique location. Yeah. With some unique architecture. Also every NPC would be blonde. <laughs> yes. And I'm down for that. Are you now? Are you Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Blonde or red? Alright. Yes. Getting I mean, a bit of a anyway, second choice. Some, um, yes. A bit of insight into Chris's mind there. Yeah. In reverse order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except the other... I, I specifically remember you came up against a rocket grunt uh, female redhead and you're like, oh no, I don't know if I can fight her. <laughs> <laughs> no, my one weakness. Uh, when's Ooh. my option? Where's my? Where's the join team rocket button? <laughs> <laughs> Joining the enemy, being a baddie, that doesn't sound like you at all, Chris. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Imperial Stormtrooper. Look. Slash sometimes officer. The, sometimes the villains get to look cool. And that's all I care about. They can't see, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but they know. They get to know they look cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about the whole morality stuff. I just want to call you. I want a cool outfit. Fair. Fair. I don't care what I'm doing, how much I'm embarrassing myself, as long as I look good doing it. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, Pokemon Gen 8 on Switch, uh, coming this Christmas, probably. Yes. Yeah. Ask your mum to buy it for you for Christmas. But ask her now, and it's more likely for it to be a yes, right? <laughs> well, she's not, she's not going to say yes yet, because it's not there yet. Ask if every you ask month. her now... If you ask her now, you'll end up with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and uh, if you care enough, you've already got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's and a if great way care, to explain then... those games. If you don't have it, you don't care. Yeah. By this point. Yeah. I don't think... I'm thinking about it. I've played I played some this morning. I'm, I'm doing the Elite Four as we speak. I'm not very fast on just getting that sure. done. I... <sighs> So I wasn't much of a fan of the kind of general gameplay loop of Let's Go. Yeah. A lot of things, yeah. I don't know why they had to take out out um abilities. Without abilities, there's not you know, there's no reason to choose uh, you know, if you're looking for a fire type to add to your team, there is no reason to just choose the one with the highest numbers. Yeah, I mean It's rock, paper, scissors with numbers attached. You know, wasn't that making it didn't they want to step away from the kind of more hardcore side of things? There are other ways to do that. I suppose so. But I just like, think... The EVs and IVs system, which is very kind of endgame, you know, um, competitive, mind-based yeah. only. You know? you know, Being able to bump up your stats by 10% with EVs and another 10% with IVs that you can't even affect but is unique per Pokemon. I believe, they could have taken that out. I believe the reason they didn't take that out of Let's Go is because of the integration with Pokemon Go, which does have that as a system as well. Not, not in the same way. No, but it's still present. Like, for example, you can drag Pokemon over from 
from let's uh, from Pokemon Go on your mobile to Let's Go. I don't Not think back. it could. De- yeah, you can't. I don't think you could send them back. No, you can't. Um, so in which case, what does it matter? No, but what I mean is, I don't think it was. I think it was easier to just have them implemented anyway than suddenly make up a nature for it when you transfer it over. Uh, yeah, sorry, an no, ability I, for when you transfer I it get over. What, I get what you mean. I just feel like abilities add a lot to the game, and I don't think that's you know, necessarily a big complexity. Fair, fair. And it, it adds so much character to several Pokemon that makes them usable. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. fair. Um, yeah, there are so many Pokemon in Gen 1 alone who are just kind of redundant without having a useful and unique ability. I think... I had this concept put it, for... Put it this way. Um, let's say you were up against a Gengar. Yeah. Uh, obviously, as a ghost poison type, one of their weaknesses would be ground. Except they normally have the levitate ability. Because they're a ghost. Yeah. Mm. In Let's Go, they don't have that, meaning they fall over any you know, as soon as you approach <laughs> them with a ground type. Mm. Yeah. I can see why uh, legacy players would find that as an issue. Yeah, but players I mean, I... Could, like it's supposed to be a simplified version, so that people who aren't necessarily up to scratch with the with the how how the different types interact with each other, I think they mm. try to simplify it in that sense. No, yeah. of course, I I get it. I just I just feel like. Abilities weren't that complicated. No, but in the next game they will be, and they need to make it simple for this generation of, like, in terms of people, because a lot of these people who will have picked up Switches and uh, potentially it could be their first proper Nintendo console. Uh, I I can say that, apart from the GameCube. Uh, I can say that this is my first proper Nintendo console. The only other ones I've I've had portable handhelds. You know, I had 3DSs, but Mm. This is my first, also my first, quote-unquote, proper Pokemon game. So keeping it simple and allowing me to understand uh, why, you know, the different types and how they interact. But then introducing the more complicated stuff, like if a ghost Pokemon is levitating and I use ground and why it won't hit, you know, that would be explained in the deeper version of the game, which will be this new one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I suppose. Let's Go was never marketed as the next in this saga it's very much they're just much trying to build interest with this it's a marketing almost. one yeah 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 but that said i don't want i don't want to sound entirely negative about let's go because it had some stuff i really liked one of which being of course all the wild pokemon just chilling out on the overworld i that is something that. i've wanted for so long i really like it it adds so, so much to in, the atmosphere of the game it adds a lot to the atmosphere in a way i can kind i can kind of see the disappointment in not just being able to just have like random gr- random grinding battles yeah the excitement yeah, I, I do kind of miss that, but then I've had many years of that just being ingrained into my mind of, oh, I need to level up. I'm just going to run around in a small square in this in this, uh, yeah. in this this yeah patch of grass. Having to kind of go my way to run into things is is different, and it it kind of led, led me towards the kind of, well, I know that Chansey give the biggest experience, so why would I bother with anything that's not Chansey? Right. So in a way, I like it, but in a way, I prefer the the older system i wouldn't be disappointed if they kept the the let's go overworld wild pokemon system in future games i i prefer it i mean they've gone to the effort of 
putting all those 3D models of each Pokemon in there yeah. anyway. As long as you can, st- you actually still have to battle Pokemon. Because it felt really weird and impersonal catching like dozens and dozens of Pokemon just to grind them into candy to make you know, the pe- you know, yeah. the Squirtle I was already using stronger. Yeah. Like I and with the experience share mechanics um from when you catch stuff, there were Pokemon in my team that I I may maybe used in four battles before the Elite Four. Didn't I had no yeah. reason to use them otherwise, yeah. and they just stayed leveled up. I never I never really built an attachment to them. Yeah, I think that can apply as well to the end game stuff of let's go. You know, because it's yeah. the it's the the trainer, isn't it? You have to battle them. It's like at least the master a level system, sixty yes. of each, um, each Pokemon. There's a trainer out there in the world that has a level sixty Pidgey. You have to fight them with a level sixty Pidgey or above to beat them, and then you know that that's the kind of Pokemon Go element of it where you're catching as many as you can. But also yeah. that like pro quote unquote battle system in that having one of every Pokemon at least of le- at level sixty or higher, uh-huh. and that's where the collectible stuff comes in. Yeah, I I never really liked that system. I I prefer to gain an attachment to the things I've caught. Oh yeah, yeah, than, fully agree. Rather than just kind of walk around with them a bit and like, oh hey, you're level ninety now. All right, I guess. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it was really impersonal for me, and the only Pokemon I actually ever felt an attachment to was Pikachu. Because you can interact or, or with Eevee. it so much. Well, yeah. Which may, makes sense, given context, but... Let's go, Bulbasaur. Felt, felt like, I felt like everything else was pushed to the wayside more than I would have liked. Yeah. Fair enough. That said, I uh, the other thing I really liked was, yes, you couldn't battle regular wild Pokemon, but when you encountered like the legendary birds or Mewtwo, yeah, so they still those had boss that battles were the, those boss battles were really great. Yeah, they still Sud- had the suddenly, old system in. Yeah, suddenly, um, now that I had to both battle them and then try and catch them, suddenly I really enjoyed the system. My my battles against Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, and Mewtwo, and hell, even Snorlax, those <laughs> are my highlights of the game. Yeah, but I think then. It- because they felt like from... genuine, they felt like genuine boss battles. Mm. Not you know in in the original games they were more frustrating because it wasn't a battle of overpowering this legendary opponent. It was just uh, try not to one shot them, <laughs> and then desperately throw balls at them for twenty minutes. Yeah, which isn't it's not fun. No, it's not fun. I guess Especially frustrating if you don't get it right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's frustrating because it all it all relies on luck. Whereas at least, if if nothing else, there is some level of skill in throwing balls, throwing pokeballs with the Joy Cons. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a it's quite a good um, little gimmick. So I thing. I wish I wish skill actually le- lent a little more into it rather than just oh I missed I missed again I missed again oh I hit yeah. them with a pokeball all right it didn't work I'll throw an ultra ball all right they broke out and then I'll throw an I'll throw a pokeball and I mean it wasn't. You know, the, the Ultra Ball they just threw was an excellent catch. The Pokeball they just threw wasn't even a good catch, but it caught them immediately. Yeah, yeah. I think I think their justification with that was uh, 
uh, what was it? That every time you try and catch it, it weakens it a little bit more and increases your... Yeah. But, um, yeah, Pokemon coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Look out Hopefully they'll have boss battles. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone's excited for that game. That's good. Even though it's not been announced yet. Yeah. Uh, right, so uh, I I think that's kind of all we had, other than the fact that we're all feeling old. Yeah, y- yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We'll talk about that when we have the other oldest guy. Yeah, <laughs> with us when we feel even older. Yes, Goody. because In I will future, be I will older. be older next week, yeah. number wise. So, please note: right now you are the oldest you have ever been. Oh. <gasps> Oh shit, you right. <laughs> you right. And on that note, I would like to uh, start to wrap up. Yes, good. So, Bevan. Yes. Johnny. Yes. Should any of our lovely fans wish to find you on social media, where would they find you? I shall go first. Bevan, first. Yes. Um, Twitter, Bevan93. And uh, I, I guess Twitch, but I don't really go on there anymore. Um, Terra4, T E R R. A4. You could also find me on Steam. I've decided to try and uh, plug my Steam profile a little bit more. Same name. All right. Same logo. Cool. All that stuff. I thought you said you were going to stream Formula One 2018. Yeah, that doesn't start until like March. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that later. Yes. <laughs> Johnny? Uh, you can find me at, uh, at uh, Jominus underscore on Twitter and the same pseudonym on Twitch as well and i'm also on instagram although i haven't actually posted this week that's a bit awkward so instagram maybe <laughs> but the, yeah, any those three anything are my we most... can anything um, we can look forward to in your twitch this week yes are you, are you still you playing sh- resident evil sh- should mention that um i have wanted to start the claire b scenario i did start it um the other week uh for about five minutes but i didn't it didn't last very long. I'm actually due to delete the VOD of that, so thank you for reminding me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking to um, I'm looking to start Claire B scenario soon, uh, and obviously streaming the Dark Souls with you, Christopher. Yeah. Which should be give me a time. Open. I will allocate it for you. Excellent. I will keep you apprised. I will take time off of work. <laughs> awesome. Like se- seriously, though. Okay. Cool. 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 I, Probably. I have. I have not booked a single day's holiday this year. Possibly Thursday then I will, this week. I'll keep you posted. I will keep that in mind. Great. See I look forward to just, watching. Yeah, just just give me give me some advance warning. Yep, yeah, we'll do. <laughs> and Chris, right. where can we find you, friend? So, um, I can be found on Twitter at uh, the Greylander. I had to check that. <laughs> uh, but on on Twitch, I am merely. Twitch.tv slash Greylander. Um, if you'll uh, please and th- thank you very much, ignore the uh, disastrous stream of Dark Souls 3 I had last weekend. Tomorrow, with, um, that being yesterday, for those of you tuning into the podcast. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so for all you uh, time travellers out there. <laughs> for all, yeah, for all you time travellers out there, yesterday I, st- I streamed Dark Souls 3, maybe. Did I? <laughs> Oh, Only you it's, the, it's the Top Gear, Gear Saab thing all over again. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps I streamed Dark Souls 2 yesterday, or perhaps I didn't do anything and just sat in my room on my own. <laughs> Isn't that what we're all doing right now? Yes. Well, it's not my room. Together. It's my office. 
Oh, um, fair. I may also stream Dark Souls on other days. Maybe even on Thursday. Yes. Wink. High possibility. <laughs> along with a high chance of rain. <laughs> um, but yes, um, look forward to that maybe. Awesome. Great. I will maybe Thanks for hosting, for Chris. Yes. No, no worries. I, I don't mind hosting. Don't think any it's of us do. It's big fun. No, yeah. it is. It's, 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 a, it's a nice yeah, little it's important role. It's a, it's a good little time. I, I would do it again. You will. Great. I'm, I, I, I know it will. <laughs> You'll make me. Uh, just, to, just to finish up, uh, you can uh, also listen to all previous episodes of Stepcast on your favourite podcast app by searching Stepcast, weirdly enough. Uh, you can find we're the only ones. <laughs> you can you can find out um, more about us at www.steptax.win, and you can go to the Stepcast webpage, which is stepcast.steptax.win. Also, we have a Discord. You can join that www.steptax.win forward slash Discord. Nice, nice. I'm getting better at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to plug what we do, otherwise. I mean, I'm plugging it to people who are already listening. It's like that picture of the guy that's in the pool pouring a bottle of water over his head. That's, that's pretty that. much what I'm doing when, when I'm, when that's I'm talking about That's one of my favourite images, because that is so fucking stupid. It applies I to know so many I've things. done it. Yeah, exactly. It applies to so many things. Or right. that dude at the baseball game with his cap on backwards, his sunglasses on the top of his head. <laughs> but he still uses his fucking hand to shield his eyes <laughs> from the sun, the sun. Like some sort of idiot. <laughs> so good. Uh, okay, on that note, cool. I believe it's time uh, for us to go. Yes, Lay your caps for... forward, people. <laughs> and use your shades. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Don't drink chlorine from a swimming pool. Also, don't do that. <laughs> Thanks, guys.